Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Let's get it on. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it is Thursday on this program, and you know what that means. Last night was AW Dynamite, and card going in didn't light the world on fire. And then they had a great wrestling show. We're going to talk about that today, and even more importantly, they had a great wrestling show building up a huge week for AEW. Of course, they booked the Arthur Ashe Stadium, and they have sold like 17,000 tickets. I'll actually get the update after the break, but because of that, it is the biggest crowd in the history of AEW. They are doing Dynamite and Rampage from the same building, obviously, because they're taping Rampage next week. And that means they are doing two huge loaded shows. We got Wednesday's Dynamite and Friday's Rampage will be a two-hour show. Huge lineups for both of those shows, and they are building it up as if next week is essentially a free pay-per-view on TNT, split over two days. So we'll talk about both of those shows, all the big matches, and more coming out of AEW. We've also got the ratings for the debut of NXT 2.0, which are very interesting. The show did well, but it's always interesting when we talk about ratings, so we'll talk about those here today. We've got the lineup for the Extreme Rules pay-per-view and much, much more. It'll be a good day to take your feedback 425-780-7566 is the phone number. That's the text message line, 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. And if we have time, we will open up the phone lines later on in the show. But for now, just text me. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Oh, of course. 
according to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com find. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Scott, is that you? Who are you talking to? <sighs> 82% of you will also know that I, um, live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Will you be part of the 82% who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash find. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash find. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash find. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So the Arthur Ashe show at this point, do I need to mention WWE celebrating the number they put into Madison Square Garden and saying that they ran New York? The uh, Grand Slam show is currently at 18,339 tickets with 1,000 tickets remaining. So it is very, very possible, especially with the announcement of the matches for next week, that they are going to sell out this show and put nearly 20,000 fans 
into that stadium. I wonder if anyone on the show will talk about running New York after they do that. And then, uh, anyway. So here's the lineups for the show coming up next week, everybody. What's so funny? Nothing. I, I, I had somebody that, uh, it was somebody in WWE text me. And uh, they were all excited because Roman Reigns had made that comment last week. And there had been another comment that the Usos were made, and they were they were so happy that they had taken the shot. And then last night on, on Dynamite, Christian took a shot at WWE, and they were angry. I was like, bro, come on, buddy. You're, you're, it goes both ways. It's just what's going to happen. Well, you you can't, get, can't get happy about one and angry about the other. They're both mm-hmm. doing the exact same thing, snide little comments. Why is it okay for one to do it but not the other side? It's equality here. Well, when you're only a fan of one... Well, so here's the uh, lineups for everything. Friday on Rampage, no spoilers here, we've got the Lucha Brothers versus the Butcher and the Blade for the tag team titles. I won't spoil that one for you. Anna Jay versus the Bunny, and Miro is facing Fuego del Sol with the TNT title on the line, and also Fuego del Sol's car. Now listen, I'm not going to do any spoilers here, everybody. If I do, I will warn you in advance. But I do think it's funny that people are so adamant that they don't want to hear AEW spoilers, even though I would bet every one of you, with maybe one exception, that as I run down the lineup for Grand Slam on Wednesday and Grand Slam on Friday, I think deep down we all know who is winning almost every single one of these matches, because that's how AEW books. But I will give no spoilers. Grand Slam next week, next Wednesday has Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson in a non-title match. Now, this one, you could you could debate who's going to win because the title's not on the line. I believe because the title is not on the line that most likely Brian Danielson is winning. I would be surprised if Kenny Omega beat him. I could see them doing a draw, but I will say it's not exactly like WWE because in no universe should Brian Danielson be ranked number one, and they do, like, Keep these rankings arguably somewhat serious. So, non-title match here. Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black. Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho for the women's title. FTR versus Sting and Darby Allin. MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. and CM Punk will do a live interview. We have also got Rampage next Friday, which will be a two-hour show. We have three matches announced, so they're going to do a bunch of angles on the first night to set up Friday. But we've got Adam Cole and the Young Bucks versus Christian and Jurassic Express, CM Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs, and Jericho and Jake Hager versus the Men of the Year. So a packed, a packed two nights of action. And where is uh, Moxley and Eddie versus Suzuki? How come that's not on my lineup right here? Well, that's taking place as well. Lance Archer and Suzuki versus... uh, versus Moxley and Eddie Kingston at some point on one of those shows. Anybody know? Nobody? All right. Not announced yet, apparently. Pretty sure that one's going to be announced. I could be wrong. So what did you think of the uh, Dynamite show last night? I thought the show was great. You! That was, uh, me? Wow, okay. I thought that was a rhetorical question you were throwing up in the air at the fans. and then we're All going you do to is run. yell at me for not letting you talk, and then I do a long, <laughs> pregnant pause, and then I ask you a question, and you still don't talk. 
What did you think, Mike Sempervivi, co-host of Wrestling Observer Live of this Dynamite show on Wednesday? It was a fine, fine show. It was, That's wasn't it? I, think. I thought it was. I really did. You know, uh, look, look at what they announced for that. That's pay-per-view level quality when it comes to that show next week. And obviously, you're in New York in a, in a venue nobody's ever run in before that's incredibly unique. So obviously, they want to make a big deal out of it. And it's going to be fun, I'm sure, for them, even though they... I'm sure there'll be some digs, but they probably won't outright do it as a company like WWE would try to shove it in your face that they now have a, a claim for New York as well, too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just thought it was a really good show. I, I The Dan Lambert stuff, with I was surprised they went in the direction of Jericho, although then I thought about it. It makes sense to include Jake Hager in that, I guess, so I, I enjoyed that. Again, match-wise, I don't know how you want to go over everything here, but overall, what they again, what they needed to push going forward, which was the New York show, which was Adam Cole being here. And by the way, as as wrestlers go on the underrated wrist on the Hall of Awesome that you have there, at some point, Frankie Kazarian may need to be considered for that because I don't know if there's a more consistently underrated yet great wrestler than Frankie Kazarian, and what a great match he had with Cole to, to lead that show off. So, you know, from pillar to post, you know, from the opening to the close, everything they needed to push going forward it worked. The Rosario Dawson thing, you know, it's a, it's a fun crossover, I, I guess. That, that was kind of random. But then him and Malachi Black and Cody go brawling through the crowd. I thought it was kind of superfluous, but then I'm thinking it, it was fun. And that's the bottom line on that one is... It was fun for the crowd. It was fun, I'm sure, for the viewer. It kind of went on for a little bit too long, but no, it was just fun. Did you think it was just hey? But but it was yeah, actually well. it was it was legitimately fun on a show where there was a lot of again a lot of good stuff. I just there's an edge to the Malachi Cody thing. I'm not sure. I'm not saying it goes missing with that kind of brawl, but it's like this whole thing has been about this man wanting to kill Cody and his family members in the most violent, brutal way possible and send them to Hades. You know, when you do something Dude, like this, that, Mal this, this Malachi's went, taking beer and throwing it. But <laughs> Yeah, they went crazy. The crowd was going nuts for this. They were brawling all over the building. But that's the whole thing is the crowd's going to go nuts because they're brawling through the crowd. And it's, it, again, well, You want to hit him with an axe? So. Well, we've seen guys you wanna, with axes You want to kill recently. NXT's gimmick? <laughs> hey, listen, we'll get into the review of the show in a minute, but first off, the NXT 2.0 show did 770,000 viewers on the USA Network, up 28.1% from last week, 0.21 in 18 to 49, although that was 10th on cable, it was up 50% from last week. Gain with the younger viewers was much greater than with the overall audience. Biggest gain was 18 to 34, where NXT doubled its demo to a 0.12. Bro, they were at a point oh six in eighteen to thirty four. Jiminy Christmas. They've had they yeah. yeah Women were up uh, sixty two point five percent, eighteen to forty nine. Men up forty five percent. Females twelve to thirty four. Listen, these these uh, these female viewers, they love their weddings. I mean, they just do, and the male viewers to a degree, but the women seem to really love these weddings. And uh, what I got to say about this number is. It's a very good number, and yeah. obviously the whole idea is everybody wanted to see what NXT 2.0 was about. I mean, dude, listen to the shows on this site. I was ready to watch this show. Vinny's watching the show, who had given up on NXT. Mike watched the show, who had given up on NXT. So I think a lot of people were very curious. But uh, what's interesting, and I mean, it's the same thing as always, 
the Rampage number was the lowest Rampage number, and all of the WWE fans were celebrating it. Yet now they're celebrating this number like this is what it's going to be every week. Yeah, this, they're gonna... this is the Rampage debut number for NXT 2.0. Maybe they're going to sustain this, but my guess is it is going to drop from here. And that's okay. All right? The whole idea is everybody wanted to see what this is about. They're going to keep some of those people, and they're going to lose some of those people one or two weeks in. So three, four, five weeks down the road, we're going to find out what NXT 2.0 is doing. Maybe it's going to do well. I mean, my feeling is that it's going to be lower than this regularly because it is a developmental show. It's going to be a bunch of developmental people having developmental matches. It's all bright and pretty and everything like that. But it's not the old NXT that people would tune into to see great matches and blow away near falls and that sort of thing. We'll give it time. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, maybe losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. 
Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Moxie and Kingston versus Archer Suzuki next week, Wednesday. That's the date. Those asking, yes, Vinny and I tonight, AW and NXT 2.0. We're reviewing those shows again. I don't even think the uh, the Ring of Honor show aired this weekend, and Death Before Dishonor this, it was this weekend, so it was a lame duck show anyway, so we'll get back to that next week. <laughs> but here is what happened last night on AEW. CM Punk did commentary for most of the show. Until he was distracted by Hook. And how could you not be? And he was killed by uh, Powerhouse Hobbs to set up a match between those two in a week. Adam Cole beat Frankie Kazarian in his debut. Very good match. Adam Cole is ungodly over as a babyface, but he's supposed to be a heel. (laughs) And I think he's going to be a heel for a while. But ultimately, he's going to be a babyface. And then he made the challenge to Christian, Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy. Which led, by the way, to uh, a challenge by Christian later in the show. Do not try to do a war of words with Christian. I've mentioned this before. He'll get you every time. Fuego and Sammy did a segment, and Fuego got a new contract and a new car. And his buddy Sammy basically, it was actually Sammy's fault. He was like, you're saying you're going to put that, that car on the line against Miro? And so Fuego did. CM Punk was disgusted at this young man's gambling habit. He having have been. just got a job. Yeah. Texan taking advantage of an Alabamian there. It's not good. MGF did a fantastic promo, building up a match with Pillman Jr., which led to Pillman Jr. clearing the ring with a steel chair. Then we had a sit-down interview with Pillman, which was good as well, and with JR. They're setting up the Arthur Ashe match. Then we had the Christian segment backstage with Jurassic Express. And uh, Christian basically said, uh, Jungle Boy's like, I got better friends than uh, than this guy. And Christian said, actually, he has great friends. They saved him from developmental. And then he added, since you're used to losing Wednesday Night Wars, let's make it Friday as well. So they'll be wrestling on Friday. (laughs) Remember when Christian did that skit in uh, Impact with Kevin Nash, and he came in and he said, uh, Jeremy Borash was playing Deal or No Deal. That whole thing was great. I got to look that one up on YouTube again. You people should do that after the show. Christian is fantastic. Another underrated hero. FTR beat Dante Martin and Matt Seidel. And another good match. Dante Martin got to do all of his stuff. Matt Seidel is great. FTR beat them with the uh, big rig and uh, got the pin. We had a Minoru Suzuki Lance Archer segment about the Suzuki incident. And they announced the challenge for the tag team match. Did you see Sad Grandpa Murder there? Just sitting there with his hands in his pockets, Arch- Archer doing the promo. This man feels some kind of way he wasn't for sad. cutting off his music. He was mad, well. which is the worst. <laughs> we had Malachi Black coming out for the entrance. In the front row is Rosario Dawson, who's part of the the Go Big Show with uh, Cody. And she, they would she jumped the rail. Yeah. And he goes after her because some, some mark jumped the rail. And she jumps on his back and tries to choke him out. 
And then, of course, out comes Cody, and they have a wild brawl. This was great. I don't care was, what you say. It, no, was like, great. Look, it was a Simpsons-esque moment, too. She jumps on his back, and I'm thinking, okay, how many twirls do they do? Because Cody looked like he was kind of far away. He made, he made it there in good time. It wasn't too long or anything like that. But, I mean... I guess it's just Cody. It's like when he took the Nestle plunge off the table. There's just going to be something about him that is... There is something very pro-wrestling about Cody, and I don't look at this as a blood feud. And I guess maybe I shouldn't have anyway, but the way he destroyed Brock, he destroys Arn, he destroys Dustin, he destroys Lee Johnson, and it's like, this is supposed to be a blood feud. And I don't know, the, the brawl through the crowd I thought was... Uh, it was cute. Again, I thought they Dude, were going more in a box. let me explain something to all you no, non-workers. Don't, don't do it. Look, I don't no, want to hear this I'm going to explain you. you all. Listen to me. I don't want to hear this because as a fan, well, Brian, I don't care about your yourself. stupid worker crap. Because mute yourself. I'll, I'll talk to these was, fans we were, on the Twitch We were Twitch supposed event. to be having a... But, but listen, hear me out here before you go on your rant about why you're right. The whole thing was leading for like something violent and bloody and dark and nasty. And the brawl through the crowd is awesome. I'm not saying it wasn't awesome. But I'm saying it also takes it away from, again, Ric Flair and Dusty, or again, even Kenny Omega and Bryant. They're not brawling through the crowd. Again, it took it from one realm into another, and that's okay. But it's not what I thought they were going for, dude. They had 45 seconds. They're not going to hit each other with hammers and bleed all over. Cody was in the crowd, hence the crowd. He jumps over the rail. He gets booted back into the crowd. They start brawling in the crowd. And at the end of the day, wrestling is about getting a reaction from the fans. And if you're brawling in the crowd and some bloke hands you a, a big thing of beer and you use his thing to hit the other guy with the beer, the place is going to go crazy. And you're going to get a great reaction. It's not like Malachi Black got hit with water and then went, I know. and starts to I melt. Get I, get, I get He it, got Brian. hit with the water, and then he hit Cody back. They kept you know rolling. You know what's great? The, 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 the world in the graveyard is littered with the bodies of workers who were smarter than the fans. And I'm not saying what you're saying is not incorrect and in, in, in how you're viewing it. But do not discount how I'm viewing it, where, again, it took it from somewhere where they were, this was violent, these were dark. Everything about Malachi Black is nasty. He's he's really supposed to be hurting Cody's family members. We should be leading into something. And then it goes because Cody's the host of a game show, and Cody's the host of the reality show. we got to have Rosario Dawson there, and okay. But then, again, they, again they, they, they took it away from somewhere where, I would have liked for it to go, and somewhere where it okay. felt like they were building it for to, for it to go, okay. so we could get the brawl through. Tell the crowd. me, you have forty five seconds for a brawl. What do you want him to do? Got forty five seconds. Make it a little bit more violent that way. I mean, not brawl. Hit him with the a crowd. barricade. Well, why do you have to have forty five seconds? Because that's what they had. That's how much time they had for this brawl. Wait a second. They weren't given you fifteen always... minutes. But you always scream about the fact that, again, why did you have to have a brawl through the crowd? They want to build up a match and have Cody's return. You want Cody to just return and look at the guy? How about attacking him from behind because he's going after Rosario Dawson? They have a violent brawl at ringside. You do have some security and guys out there that probably get pitched to the side. You have violent, I don't want to say violent weapons being used, but the threat at least of chairs and tables and broken off pieces of things. This was supposed to be a guy who was retiring. He puts his boots down in the middle of the ring, and Malachi Black craps all over him, craps all over his moment. We don't even know if Cody was going to come back. Remember, that was the whole deal with 
with that. And then he starts going through for no reason all of these people that Cody loves, violently wasting them away and then talking about sending them to hell. And now we got to have the brawl through the crowd because we have 45 seconds to do it. I just, I don't, I wouldn't have done it. I'm not the booker. I don't care. But as a fan, that's what I thought. So Dan Lambert, I'll move on. Dan Lambert and America Top Team came out, and uh, Dan Lambert did his thing, and out comes Chris Jericho, and they're building up. They hit the uh, uh, S-word limit, which we're not allowed to say on this show either, Mike. They hit the S-word limit and uh, and overachieved. They said like 15 times here, and that That's is going much. to be the big match. Jericho and Hager versus the Men of the Year. Jade Cargill beat Layla Hirsch. Was not good. Jade Cargill should be going about one minute at this point, but she went five, and uh, it wasn't like horrible. But you could watch Jade Cargill, and it was like watching one of those matches on NXT with people that were signed in like February, and they're in the ring right now. So, uh, I mean, that's what it was. An Andrade video aired where they specifically explain who Jose was. Jose is his assistant. So whichever one of you blokes said that it was his lawyer, it's not. It's his assistant. So now we know who Jose is. We had the attack on CM Punk. Darby Allen beat Sean Spears with a coffin drop. And then afterwards, FTR came down and they attacked Darby Allen and Sting. The new gimmick is wiping the paint off Darby Allen and Sting. They're playing it up like this is like unmasking a luchador. This grave disrespect that you took the dude's paint off. That's setting up a match for down the road. And then we had Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega doing a promo. And this promo was awesome. And first Don Callis is out there being a carny. And uh, Danielson just tells him to shut up. And essentially Danielson says, Someday it will be about the title, but not right now. I want to know who is better. And he challenges Omega. Callis tries to jump in. Danielson tells him to shut up. He gives Omega the big, "You, I want the best bout machine. I don't want this guy hiding behind his stooges. Should have mentioned his beard. And finally, Omega says, yes, much to Callis' dismay. So that's the match coming up. It'll be a big one next week on the show. And finally, Moxley and Kingston face 2.0. Obviously, they beat them. And then afterwards, if you paid attention to the show last week, they gave you everything they took away from you last week. Last week, they took away three minutes of the match to do a celebration, and they cut off Minoru Suzuki's music. So they timed it out here so we got Minoru Suzuki's full entrance, including the crowd singing, and then we got three minutes of a brawl with Moxley and Suzuki that we did not get last week. All to set up a match in front of 19,000 people with Eddie Kingston, who deserves it more than anybody, and John Moxley versus Suzuki and Lance Archer coming up at Arthur Ashe next week. I thought this show was great. It's going to be interesting to see what the main event is next week. Especially uh, with Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson, it seems like it would that be the obvious. That has to be last. Well, it would be the obvious one on the, the surface, but... Do you put that hour one or two, you know, hour one and hour two, depending on what the finish is going to be? DQ finish, maybe you do that. Let uh, Eddie Kingston have the main event. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You can try to run, but you can never hide the mountain. All 
If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Microban 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microban 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microban 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microban 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. The phone lines are open if you want to call. 844-913-2727, 844-913-2727. And before that, yes, there is an Extreme Rules pay-per-view coming up on September 26th. And the lineup at this point with a new match added is Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor. The man he has choked out multiple times, but now he'll be wearing paint. We've got Becky Lynch versus Bianca for the SmackDown title. 
Damian Priest versus Sheamus. I feel like I've seen that match 15 times. Charlotte versus Alexa for the Raw Women's title. And the Usos against the Street Profits in a never-before-seen match. And at this point, even though it's Extreme Rules, no Extreme Rules for any of these matches. But I would presume that they will be added over the next couple of weeks. Let's go to Vancouver. I want to see what this person's got to say. You're on the air. What's going on? Uh, hello, Brian. This is uh, Tijuana calling once again. Thank you for having me. Yeah, hello, Mike. Vancouver. Hope you both guys are doing great. What's uh, I heard a rumor recently about Kenny Omega giving an interview where he said that he wanted to make a super show at one point where uh, many wrestlers from many promotions uh, came along. So, um, And there's also rumors about Justin Gobernables coming to AEW. I think Osprey is teaching Buddy Matthews to uh, New Japan. So I wanted to ask you guys, what uh, do you think about these uh, wrestlers coming over and going all over the place? What uh, matches would you guys like to see? Thank you very much. I hope you both have an excellent day. Yes, thank you very much for the call. Well, I mean, dude, I, I, I can't even give you potential matches because you could do 85 potential dream matches only with the AEW roster alone not counting mixing in Ring of Honor and in New Japan, I could tell you absolutely 100% for a fact that there are people within AEW that they want to do the giant AEW New Japan Super Show. But the fact of the matter is there are also people in AEW that, that do not want that for various reasons. And if you think about the working relationships that they have, they could very easily do an annual super mega show with matches from all of these different promotions. Problem is, and you don't see a lot of of uh, Ring of Honor, no, actually see no Ring of Honor, but you don't see a lot of Impact and New Japan guys, etc. on Dynamite. You see them here and there, like Moxley and Suzuki are going to have the match next week. But the the fact of the matter is, it's fun for us fans, but it is a political nightmare trying to figure this stuff out every single time. And that's with the rare appearances. So if you're talking about doing a giant super show with like 10 matches, I mean, it could be done, but it would be it would be much more difficult than it appears just fantasy booking as a fan. Yeah, you know, I'd love to see two shows a year, you know, maybe even three, but I think if doing one in Europe might be in the UK might be a little much, but you can easily do a Egg Dome Summit style of show where maybe you have one or two matches where people are mixed in with each other, but you could have a lineup of, you know, stardom, a uh, stardom match, a New Japan match, an Impact match, a this match, a that match, a DDT match, obviously. And, and But that's where you're going to start having issues as well, too, in Japan, where I'm sure Kenny Omega is going to want to work with DDT. DDT, Noah, uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro all together. So you start running because of cyber fight. So you run into some of that stuff, and it can easily be set up and done. But is it in anybody's interest to do it, too? Is it in AEW's interest to have that type of show? Is it in New Japan's interest in Japan to have that sort of show? They're going to be the ones who end up taking the cost. They're going to be the ones who are kind of the ones who are going to be promoting it and being out there and taking the lead because they're the biggest dogs. And when you're the biggest dog, 
you can kind of just do what AEW is doing now, which is bring in the people when they can, when they want, when it fits their schedule, and people are still going to pop for it. Maybe that's not always going to be the case, but there are a lot of guys from Japan who could come over and make one-off or, or have short trip appearances in America that can keep things going for a long time. Same thing in Mexico. We haven't even seen Vikingo on uh on impact we're on uh dynamite have we we're on rampage or on any show so like there are still guys who guys from england coming over so there are so many opportunities aew has right now to actually go ahead and do that that i i to me the plan that they have going on is fine when it comes to new japan you look at the g1 you see the lack of uh outside looking anyway and again that's that's a whole nother kettle of fish well, let's try this. Vancouver for real this time. You're on the air. What's going on? Hi, Brian. Hi, Mike. Hi, Twitch homies. I wanted to speak more to what Dave and you were talking about last night, Brian. I think for sure you have to have Danielson go over Kenny at Arthur Ashe because it's non-title. And the, the fans know that if you beat Kenny in a non-title match, he's not going to look weak. But I think... Danielson would be hurt a lot more if you had him lose in his first match, even if the fans are ecstatic about it. I just wondered, wanted to go into that more. Yes, I want to thank you very much for the call. So, yes, Dave and I were talking about this last night, and my thought is this. Yes, Kenny Omega lost a non-title match to Christian like a month ago. Okay, So Dave's argument is, I don't want to do this twice in a month and do the exact same thing with with brian danielson you can argue that point but to me the larger issue is i'm gonna bring in brian danielson and beat him in his first match no now i think we could both agree that a time limit draw would be a satisfactory finish but yes brian danielson could beat kenny omega to set up a match at the november pay-per-view i realize you just did that but the other key to that is this would only be this would be the first time they ever did that twice in a one month period. And the first time they did it, they were never going to do it. The reason they did that was because of the situation with Hangman Page. Hangman Page ended up off the pay-per-view, and they needed to get somebody ready for Kenny Omega quick. And obviously Kenny Omega had all the belts. It was an easy way to put the TNA or the Impact Championship on somebody else. Give that person a big win over Kenny. Make that match seem like a bigger match for the pay-per-view. But it was never the plan. And so I really can't hold it. They have to have been talking to Brian Danielson for a while. They've booked Arthur Ashe forever. I mean, I, I don't like the idea of changing that plan because you had to change another plan based on somebody pulling out of the last pay-per-view. Situations happen, and I think it will be totally fine for Brian Danielson to beat Kenny Omega, leading to Kenny Omega beating him in a championship match at the next pay-per-view. Well, you know what they don't do often? DQs. They don't do schmazes often. They don't do what would one would consider for a match like that a very unsatisfactory ending or a very stereotypical sports entertainment ending. But like that's how people got out of things back in the day. And when you don't overdo it, you could pull off doing a DQ and having Brian Danielson win and having him kind of get screwed over and have another claim now for another match, a title match, because now he's got his victory over the champion, even if it was by DQ. 
And when you have Cody and Malachi Black, when you have the tag match with Suzuki and Moxley, when you have all of that stuff, Britt Baker and Ruby Soho, when you have a card like that and you're going to be satisfying, you know, all of that other stuff and paying all that other stuff off, this would be a good time to get away with something like that because I think you are in a corner because of what happened with uh, Adam Page and, and Christian where you do have him taking that L to Christian, and it was good. He got the Impact title off of him. I, again, there were a lot of things that actually worked itself out of that. It was actually very, I don't want to say beneficial, but it ended up working out in, in the long run So for everybody. Uh, so because of that, yeah, I don't want to beat Kenny Omega, and I don't want to see Brian Danielson losing his first match. It does not make any sense for him to get beaten definitively, even if there's a bunch of gaga and BS and callus and all that other stuff. No, and frankly, I don't want that as part of the match either. So if you're going to do that, let it end in a DQ. Let Danielson stand tall at the end with Kenny Omega on the run and callus running out of there like a chump. And go ahead and move on from there and make sure that the rest of that show next week you give satisfactory endings to. My thought is that once a year, they need to do a disqualification. However, at Arthur Ashe Stadium in front of 20,000 people in what is being built up as a pay-per-view match, there is no way I would do a DQ finish. And I would also, even though I said that a draw, that I would agree that they could do a draw, the more I think about it, if you're doing Arthur Ashe, 19,000 fans, you're building it up as a pay-per-view show, that is also not a show I would do a draw on. That match needs to have a finish. If you want to beat Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson in your first match, no. it's not my promotion. And as Dave noted last night, I'm sure that Brian Danielson is probably going to fight tooth and nail to lose to Kenny Omega. But if I'm paying Brian yeah. Danielson that money and I'm the promoter, no. he's going to beat him. And that's to build the, up to a pay-per-view match. I guess I'm the dumbest person in the world for some of these people in the chat for that. But again, you know, they don't do these things. They're not overdone. You know, you you take your brain from because well, WWE would do that, or you think it's overdone. When does when does AEW ever do it? And when you do things that are smart like that, it's like referee bumps and everything else. There's a reason that they happen. So I know everybody now all of a sudden is a big fan of time limit draws. I guess, which is great. I like the the idea of a draw, too. 20 minutes, you know, I, it'll be interesting. I guess it's a non-title match, so they'll make it a 20-minute match. But it's like, again, it's all of a sudden, all of a sudden, everybody's a big fan of, of draws, and I'm well, the I think dumbest they person are. in the world. I think they are because I think, like I said, that once a year you should do a DQ. But if you look at the only time that they have ever done a DQ, it was in a three-fall match, so it basically didn't even count. They did a DQ in one fall of a match that was going to have a finish anyway. Yes. Because they are petrified of feeling like they have screwed their audience in any way. But then you take away, though, unfortunately, by doing that, you take away something that a promoter and a booker has had, or a, not a, a promoter, but a booker uses to continue things forward. And, I, I, and again, it's been so bastardized. I get it. But just like you mentioned, they haven't even done one in a singles match. And there's a way to pull one off, by the way, without having the Good Brothers involved and without having a lot of that. You can have Callus involved. That's another thing. How a DQ comes to happen, too. We've seen it with the Bullet Club in Japan. It can't get any worse, except it somehow gets worse because they do the same things over and over and over again. But when you're when you're unique about it, when you think about it, and when you don't do it often, to me, there's a way you can do it. I'll be fine with the draw if that's the way that you go. But like I'm saying, when you have the rest of the card and the way that you do, 
again, you don't want to screw your people, but there's a way to do that and make it work. I, I know there is. Uh, Newark, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, Brian? What's going on, Mike? Uh, so this is Eric W. from uh, New Jersey. So I was at uh, AEW last night in um, Financial Center, and the MJF promo we could not hear at all. And listening back on TV, it sounds like they adjusted the volume. Brian, have you heard anything about AEW adjusting their volume metal? What do you mean by adjusting the volume? Like turning down the fans or turning up the fans? Turning down the fans, yes. Or are you talking about like you couldn't... Okay, hold on. We only have a moment, but... Do you mean you couldn't hear him because the fans were so loud, or you just couldn't hear his microphone? Oh, we couldn't hear him in the arena. I but see. on television, you could hear... Much clearer. Okay. Well, listen, I want to thank you very much for the call. I'll try and address that after the break. Observer Live. home that you don't want anymore we can buy it from you within 24 hours any home size or condition for over 20 years we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home are you moving did you lose your job going through a divorce whatever the reason if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast we'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it no listing no waiting sell any home any size any condition now call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast make this free call now 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, that's 800-306-1760. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now, 800-846-2153, 800-846-2153, that's 800-846-2153. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get 
get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118 That's 800-493-6118 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back here on the show, Brian Elver is here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Simbervivi, also. Blah, blah, blah. So, uh, we only got a moment here, but as someone who uh, does audio, audio is not easy. If you went to an AEW show and you can't hear it, then there's, there's a problem. If you can't hear what the person is saying, there's a problem. Now, at the same time, it also... Uh, I don't even know. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. Well, I, I need hours to talk about this. But if there's a problem, they need to address it. WWE, say whatever you want about uh, Kevin Dunn's 85 different cuts and everything like that. But their audio is great. And the lighting is great. And if you, anyone out there thinks that like doing like lighting and audio is easy, I mean, think again. There was a period in Ring of Honor for like five years where their announcer mix, their audio, it was horrible. And every show I would complain about it. And they finally figured it out. But there's there's mic choices. You've got to mic the audience. You don't want the audience too loud. You don't want the audience too quiet. You don't want your announcers too loud. You don't want your announcers too quiet. you got four announcers, so you got to make sure that they can all be heard. It's not easy. And if you went to the show and you can't hear it, they need to work on it. Now, if you're watching at home and you have a problem, I mean, some of that could very well be the production on television, but I don't know if you guys have this thing called a television, but these televisions now have all of these audio settings. Have you ever gone and looked at these audio settings on a television? There's like 15 settings. There's a sports setting. There's the movie setting. There's the blah, blah setting. I put on some of these settings. I can actually hear it. I'm like a 100-year-old man. So anyway, check your TV settings. I watch it on an iPad. I never have a problem with the audio mix. But anyway. Hey, thanks, everyone. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. All of our, our callers and listeners. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. You too, Dom.